0: Power, hour, LSU, boom, all night long. Yes, let's freaking go. Brian Kelly did the single most important thing he needed to do this offseason, fired Matt House. He also fired the entire defensive staff. I am not here to celebrate any man's downfall. But if you get paid $2 million a year to just coach the defense and you field the worst defense in LSU history— You've got to do whatever it takes to get him out of Dodge. And this entire defensive staff for LSU, whether it's Jimmy Lindsay, a very unfortunate situation. He never got his opportunity to prove himself this season because of a health situation. That stunk, and I hated it for him. He's a very talented guy. He's going to get other jobs. Kerry Cooks, he has coached almost everywhere at this point in his career. He's going to get another job. And I think out of all of them, Robert Steeples had a very emotional, you know, long post earlier tonight. He is going to get another job as he is just starting his career. But the focus is on Matt House. Obviously, Harlan Berry commits 2025 running back commitment. If you are listening to this via podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, please leave a five-star review. We did just do a film study on Harlan Berry. He just made his announcement 15 minutes before this live stream began. If you want to see what I like and some things that I am concerned about, make sure you check it out, Power Hour LSU. But any time you land a freaking five-star in the state of Louisiana, it is a reason to celebrate. So we'll talk about that today as well. Now, the truth is, Brian Kelly had to get this done. Let me first discuss how all of this went down. So there were some that said they felt Brian Kelly was going to retain Matt House. Okay. And there are others who have said, well, it's because of the video of the players after the game that forced Brian Kelly into action, which is something I tweeted out. I tweeted out the clip to see what you guys thought about Makai Wingo's um, interaction with Matt House. Because a lot of you sent that to me, and I want to get the public's opinion. I feel like your opinion means something. Um, I didn't expect it to go as wild as it did because I'm just not that popular on Twitter.com. I'm not as good as that as I am on YouTube, where I have 10,000 subscribers. Where on Twitter, I have two, or I don't even have two yet for the Power issue account. So I don't think that happened. I think Brian Kelly is a rational person. I think he understands that the defensive staff you put together— wasn't good enough for LSU. It just wasn't. I I I understand that a lot of this should be on Matt House, but let's be honest. Kerry Cook's his tenure at Oklahoma was up and down, right? right. Jimmy Lindsay comes over. He has not been as successful as Jamar Kane has been as a defensive line coach. Jamar Kane leaves, right? And then of course Um, Robert Steeples had never really coached college defensive backs before, even though he did a really good job recruiting St. Louis kids to the program, Mackay Wingo, and of course, uh, Mac Markway. Um, We were just a bad defense. And I keep going back to this. I would feel a little bit better about Matt house in this defense. If we did something good this year, defensively, and we did do some good. There were, some plays to be made. There were some bright spots. Obviously, Zai Alexander, Mason Smith towards the end of the season, Makai Wingo, and he was healthy. Lots of young guys getting some good reps. There were players that did some good things, but the point remains the same. We were terrible. Matt House, final two games of the LSU season the year before. Terrible. Georgia ran us up and down the field. Texas A&M ran us up and down the field. Purdue shouldn't count. A lot of you know why. So, Matt House was just not a good defensive coordinator. And this is something else I would add to this. I, I, I never, anybody that ever comes to LSU, I want them to succeed because I love this program. I don't know Matt House, Don't really know anyone close to him. I, I'm just being honest with you. It wasn't a good hire to begin with. Okay, there was a lot of data and prior history that showed that this was not the direction that he should have gone. Did Manhouse do some good things? Yes, the Alabama game being one of them. He was um, he, he he was really good in that game. That was the only game Bryce Young was ever under fifty percent passing. It it really was an all-time great defensive game plan. He had some other great moments as well, but historically he wasn't a good DC before he went to the NFL and became a linebacker's coach. And I go back to this this is LSU freaking you. This is LSU. This is a destination job. This is where almost every defensive coordinator in the country would leave and take this job. In a freaking heartbeat. Now, I'm going to try to get a video out tomorrow on my candidates. I might just save it for the live stream Thursday night at 815 Central when we normally do our Thursday night live streams. Okay, Um, I'm not one of those guys that likes to release a candidate list immediately. I like to do my own research, Um, but there are some names that stick out to me and I'll give you one right now. Uh, his name is Blake Baker. I, I do like Blake a lot. Um, I just do. And when he was at LSU, he was very good as just a linebackers coach. And at Missouri, he was one of the best defensive coordinators in America this season. So, Blake Baker makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of you that know Blake, I know some people that know Blake Baker that watch his channel. Um, you know how I feel about him. And he's obviously got a heavy Louisiana ties. Him and Joe Sloan also worked together at Louisiana Tech. And offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator pairings is also important. Um, So they're familiar with each other. It, It would make sense. Now, you would be relatively young at the OC and DC spots. But guess what? Missouri was relatively young at the OC and DC spot. And they were the third best team in the SEC this year. Tied with Ole Miss. You can go either way if you want to with that. So, um, I I think Blake Baker would be the direction I would go. And I think Blake would take the job. Even though the Missouri extension, I think he just signed an extension with Missouri. That might be something in the way. But I'll give you that name, obviously, to start. Because I think that's going to be the question that I get the most of tonight. Okay? So, and there you are. Clint right there. Now, Clint, you are on Facebook. Please go share this in all the LSU Facebook groups. Just kind of hard for me to do that when I am here. Um good to okay, Dane, Dane's reporting it. Uh, that's it's it's kind of spicy. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna put the cart before the horse here. Uh so there you go. Gage wants to say, who are we getting for OC? I think it's uh I I think I think it's pretty straightforward, Uh, Clint. I'm sorry to to hear that, and my condolences uh, to you, man. Um, But good to have you, Uh, DBU. What's up, Alan? There you go. What's up, man? But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Now, next thing I want to get into, as far as the defensive staff is concerned, Um, I, I, I get asked about Corey Raymond and Bo Davis a lot i I will I will say this about Bo Davis, and you know, I, look, is there something to dominant McKinley being very interested in Texas and him flipping to LSU? Is that a sign that Bo Davis is going to LSU? I don't know. I don't know, But I am here to tell you. That Bo Davis would probably prefer to be home at LSU, where he has coached before as a strength and conditioning coach, and obviously, well, you know, uh, is, is, is is he wants to be at LSU? I do think though, when you get paid a million dollars to be an assistant football coach at a school like Texas, it's hard to leave. It's hard, right? D- does he leave to come back to LSU and take? less money. Um, if he comes over and you have to pay him more, does that mean you have to raise the salaries of everyone else on, on the coaching staff? Uh, there's a lot of different questions regarding that. Also, Corey Raymond is another name. I think a lot of you have noticed that he changed his profile, um, on Twitter to say DBU. It would make a lot of sense. I do think Corey would be an upgrade over what we had. But let's also keep in mind that Corey's secondaries at Florida these last couple of seasons have not been the best. How much of that is on him? How much of that is on the DCs? I don't know. He's had two different DCs at Florida who are two polar opposite human beings. So um, I, I do think there is interest. I, I do think there would be mutual interest on both sides, right? especially for Bo Davis, because he can go to Texas and say, look, do you really want me the year you're going into the SEC to lose your best trench recruiter to LSU? You know, that gives him a lot of leverage. Corey Raymond, of course, would be the most popular re-coaching hire probably ever, even more so than when LSU brought Bo Pelini back this would be an insanely popular hire with the people that truly do matter uh, at LSU, the behind-the-scenes people. Some of those are players, like a Jamal Adams. I know that would excite him. But there are boosters who loved Corey Raymond because it reminds him of the heyday, the DBU years, right? So we'll, we'll see what actually happens with that. The, the thing about doing that, though is if neither one of them are going to be the D.C., you have to question how would, that, how would that coach fit with this defensive coordinator? Do they align schematically? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Now, as we always do, feel free to drop a Super Chat. Okay? We will go straight to it. There's going to be a lot of you in here tonight. I know a lot of you want me to tell you, who is the next defensive coordinator? I wish I could tell whoever you are watching this, but this is what I would also say the most overrated thing in coaching, when it comes to coaching searches, is the following Who are you going to get to replace them? You always hear that, right? Well, you know, with Les Miles, who? Who are you going to get to replace Les Miles? That was always a big thing when when Les was clearly underperforming with our talent. Who are you going to get to replace? I mean, wins 10 games every season. Sometimes it's not who you get to replace who. It's the person that is being replaced needs replacing, if that makes sense. It is more important to get the person out than it is to bring somebody else in. Okay? The truth here is this wasn't working. And as bad and as sinister as it sounds, this is a good day for LSU football. I understand Matt House has got to remove his family and go somewhere else. He is, I wish him nothing but the best, okay? And there are a lot of assistants that will move, not just the ones that got fired. There's assistants, analysts. There's a lot of shuffling that happens when a brand new staff is coming in. Um, I wish every single one of them nothing but the best. But changes absolutely positively needed to be made because if we're keeping it a buck year, LSU with a decent defense this year is a better team than Alabama. Hell, there's they're probably a better team than everyone in the SEC this season. This offense deserved a rematch versus Georgia. This team deserved a rematch versus Georgia in the SEC championship game. We didn't get it because we couldn't stop anyone. And that is um, that's just the bottom line. We, we've got to do better. We just do. All right? Uh, but best of luck to all those coaches. Now, here's something else I want to get into as far as recruiting is concerned. Harlan Berry did commit today. Very big deal. Anytime you get a five-star running back, it's very cool. Anytime you get a five-star Louisiana running back... Very cool. LSU is in position to land the number one running back, the number one wide receiver, and now the number one quarterback in Bryce Underwood this Saturday. Folks, I'm here to tell you this, all right? Recruiting pushes the algorithm more than anything else. Recruiting is not my favorite thing to do. I'm very public about it. I don't mind doing it. I put my heart into it. I still do really good recruiting videos. It's not my favorite thing. I I prefer the actual football and games. Um, With that said, though, Bryce Underwood would be the biggest commitment ever at LSU, especially if you factor in the out-of-state aspect of it. Okay, He would be the best commitment, not only just in terms of his actual recruiting ranking, but the fact that we went out-of-state and got a five-star number one nationally ranked quarterback. For the most part, the recruiting services have gotten better at finding out who the best quarterbacks are. Um, still a very and exact science, but I mean, we're looking like we're looking at a Caleb Williams, Bryce Young level prospect here. And that's incredible. That is absolutely incredible. So Very big week in recruiting. I know the 2025s are still very early in the cycle. And with the portal and everything, it's important. And I get too, too, too excited. But I understand that this is a very good day that Harlan Berry commits. Decorian Moore has already tweeted out that LSU is looking for one more. And I'm guessing he is referencing Bryce Underwood. I do want to include one thing, and you'll see this in the Harlan Berry film study that I released earlier today. I like Harlan Berry, but I also like all three of the running backs in the state of Louisiana this cycle. James Simon, Deshaun Ford. Remember the names. Both won state championships. Both are absolutely freaking lootly units uh, to bring down. So look, and I love those two cities. I love Shreveport, and I also love Opelousas. I like it when players from that area and those areas get. The opportunity to um uh to come home to uh LSU. So there you go. Now, next thing. Speaking of North Louisiana, we'll touch on this briefly. February seventeenth, it Down, Bozier City Civic Center. Gabriel Relifer, Tylen Singleton, free event, Xavier Debo Atkins, Ahmad Bro. They'll be signing autographs and all kinds of stuff. The autos cost a little bit, but Your fellowship costs nothing. Free event. We'll see you there. All right. Let's go here. Two foot six. Moxley says, "Love Blake Baker." Pegasus says, "Feel bad for Jimmy Lindsay." Um, I do too. But then again, the coaching industry sucks. I mean, it it just does. But Division One Power Five coaching industry. Is a very lucrative business. Um, and he will get another job pretty quickly. Um, here's Patty says crazy to think of House had a great year. We probably would have lost him after the season, anyways. I I don't know that. Um, I, I I really don't. I mean, you never really know what the coordinators um at all. Okay. Welcome to the channel, Maurice. Um so there you go. Um, I just got a very interesting text, and I don't want to put the cart before the horse. All right. You guys know I'm not an insider. These last 48 hours have been crazy. Um, my name's on, on message boards and all kinds of stuff. I'm, ju- I'm just going to say this right now. All right? Hold your horses. I kind of want to say this, but we'll do it. We're live. Why not? I, I would... I don't know because I don't do don't, don't want to get you guys excited. I I do feel before today I felt Blake Baker was going to be the defensive coordinator for LSU next year. I felt pretty good about Brian Kelly doing the rational thing and getting Madhouse fired. I think Blake Baker is going to happen. I do. There's just a lot that I feel and. I, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I, I I feel I feel pretty good that Blake's gonna be the guy. I think that's where Brian Kelly wants to go. I do and and this has been seared in my mind for months now. Okay. The first thing here's what I'd say about Blake. The, the first thing is he was loved the short time he was here at LSU a few years ago. Okay. He came in, he turned DeMond Clark into a completely different player, okay? A completely different player, to the point where DeMond Clark is likely a starter on a Super Bowl contending defense right now. DeMond Clark was not that good, and then he turned into being very good, and their relationship became very tight. So, I I think that's something so but really what's been seared in my mind was Blake Baker spending a lot of time with Scott Woodward and i say a lot of time it, it probably wasn't too long but there there was video of Blake Baker with Scott Woodward before the Missouri game began okay i i mean i'm just asking you right now um do you think you have seen a lot of defensive coordinators from the other team hanging out with the athletic director from the other team. Okay. So I, I think, I think, I think that's where it's going to go. Um, I'm not reporting that Blake Baker is the next LSU defensive coordinator. I'm not an insider. It's not my job or anything like that, but just a heads up, I I feel really good about it. Okay. Just got something that, uh, that, that, I'll just leave it at that, okay? But if Blake Baker doesn't happen, I understand Lance Guidry is there. Um, is, is a guy that I've talked about quite a bit. He's at Miami. Uh, he, was, he, he was a defense coordinator in the state of Louisiana. Uh, Karen Crow, shout out, uh, Kev Falk. Uh, you know, I, I I would be fine with that as well at this point. Miami's defense was fine this year. They weren't elite, but they weren't bad either. So... You know, I, 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 I think, and I think that would be a fine way to go. But I, I think, I think Blake's going to be the guy. I do, and it would make a lot of sense. Um, I think he could look at itself at at I said Louisville at Missouri and say, "Look, I, I've maxed out here. Time to go back home." Okay, and we'll see. Jesse I would say Blake you know Leonard is probably a little bit more accomplished as a DC um and obviously an NFL player that always excites recruits um when you know uh, an elite player is is also your coach uh so yeah we'll' we'll, we'll, we'll see I, I I would lean towards Blake but then again i I, I also just like Baker a lot I do. Okay, so take that for what it's worth. Now, hilarious, Bumbo, hilarious, okay? But we'll see. All right, Jackson, Ford is built Ford tough, okay? So there you go. It could be a smokescreen, Jay Madison. I could I could be getting some some info, but I'm not I'm not reporting anyone as the an next coach because coaching search uh, stuff, like I always say, is played very close to the vest. I I will tell you that I had no insight that Brian Kelly was going to fire my house. None. Okay. Um. But what I what I would tell you. Is Brian Kelly is smart? All right. You you can't run it back. <laughs> you, you can't be that dookie water and and say, well, <laughs> let's keep the band together. Let's let's, let's bring it, roll it back again. Because y- y- I keep going back to this. Um and Cameron Robinson had a really good tweet about this, about how. All these LSU quarterbacks that, that they went up against, the LSU defense, had their career best days. Jalen Milroe even though he didn't have his career best passing day, had his best rushing day, okay? And, you know, Alabama only scored north of 30 points uh, th- three times last year offensively, okay? And the other two were against Mississippi State and, and, and Kentucky, It's not a good company you want to be in. Okay? Let's go to Rowe here. He says, whoever the DC is, hope we run a 3-4 defense with a tackle over the center. Okay? Yeah, I mean, that would be nice. It, there's not many of those types of players that are out there, okay? Like in Stack Stackhouse at Georgia, right? But uh, or Tyler Shelvin at LSU. But the bottom line is this: we did not fit the run well at all this year. We did not do the little things right defensively, and that's tough. That's tough for me to uh uh to to overcome okay um but the bottom line is whether it's a 3-4 or 4-3 you have to be able to be multiple in modern game and look my favorite LSU DC is Dave Veranda I love his tight front philosophy that's if I was a DC I would try to do it it's kind of hard to do that when you don't have the dudes but um, that would be the direction I would go it's just hard to run that defense it really is Let's go to Kylie. She says, let's hope uh, Let's hope that's false. Minter and Phil Parker is the best in college football with defenses to back it up. Parker probably won't happen, but Minter makes 700 k less yearly than Madhouse did at LSU. Okay. is my issue with this, Kylie. All right. You don't think Michigan's going to re-up Minter's contract this offseason? You bet your ass they are. Okay? They're not going to lose him. And... If Jim Harbaugh goes to the NFL, he's hiring Minter to be his defense coordinator in the NFL, okay, to run the McDonald defense that's currently being run with Baltimore. That's what's going to happen. So I I don't think Minter – yeah, he's probably the hottest defensive coordinator uh, name out there right now, but I I just don't know if that's um, – so there you go. Great. Now Tiger Dropping saying i is saying it's it's Blake Baker. I'm just going to be honest with you. I feel that is a direction that LSU is going to try to go. Let me just say that. All right, because now everyone's going to put me in with uh, everyone else that's gotten stuff wrong. Look, Baker just signed an extension. All right. At least that's how I understand it with Missouri. All right. So remember, uh, Notre Dame went after Moore. Okay, Missouri's offensive coordinator, very young, talented guy. And that ended up lending into Mike Denbrock. Okay. So look, Missouri wants to keep Blake Baker. Missouri signed a five star defensive lineman, the Williams um win -Win Winnieri kid. Missouri's got a lot of talent. They've got a lot of positive momentum. They think they're going to make a run on the college football playoff. But I, I just I just think it's going to – at this point, my best educated guess, not reporting anything. Let me put that out there. I'm not the insider. Okay? I think Blake Baker will be the next LSU defensive coordinator. It's just my educated guess, not me reporting that. I just think that that's where they're going to – I just think that's the direction that they will go. Okay? All right. But, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. How, how, how did t- – I just said that. How am I already on Tiger Drop? it's crazy. Um, no, Todd, it, it, they'll, they'll hire Sharon Moore. Okay? But here's something else I would say. Let's just say Blake Baker is a guy. All right? This LSU coaching staff is about to get very young. All right? Um, it would obviously depend on who the other assistants are. Okay? But... Cortez is obviously young. I think Cortez Hankton will be a head coach in the next five years. I I, I think that highly of him. Um, obviously, Joe Sloan's a very young guy. Brad Davis, still very young in his career. So the offensive staff got younger. They're going to need to go get a tight end coach uh, at some point. And something else to keep in mind with whoever the next DC is going to be Um, keep this in mind, LSU has retained Bob Diaco and John Janzik. Now, could that change? Yes, it could change. But let me just say one thing about John Jancic really quickly. LSU's special teams did get better, okay? They did, and I give them credit. I give John Jancic a lot of credit, and I give a friend of PHL, Slade Roy, a lot of credit. Also, something else um, that, that happened with the LSU special teams, not only did they get better, they did not make as many cataclysmic mistakes, all right? So, there you go, all right? Now, if you guys don't mind, please hit the like and subscribe button. Also, please share this live stream on Twitter. Tag me on Twitter, all right? All right. See what happens. Now, I will also say this. Okay, I got all kinds of people blowing me up right now. I I do not think. I do not think Brian Kelly was ever going to run it back with Manhouse. I re- I really don't think so. I really, really, really don't think so. Okay, he's he's just too smart of a guy. All right, this was one of those blatantly obvious things that needed to happen. I I just don't I just don't believe it. Okay, um, you know, obviously it's 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 going to come down to the next press conference, right? Um, where Brian Kelly will be asked, "Hey, how long did you think about running it back with with Madhouse?" I felt, honestly, after the Florida State game. And I know that sounds crazy because there was still a whole season left to go. I felt after the Florida State game, with Florida State clearly being a national championship contender in that game, I still think it was clear that we had some big defensive issues. Okay? And it's, it's just the truth. We, we've got to be better. Um, than, than what we showed versus Florida State. And then grambling happened. Okay, and I know we only gave up 10 points, but they they moved the football I will. You guys saw that. And then, of course, the Greg Brooks thing happened. That stunk. And Greg Brooks, of course, would have been our best defensive player. Um, but we lost this year our best safety. We lost this year our best corner. And we lost this year our best defensive tackle during the course of the season. All right. Those things stink. They really, really, really do. But one thing that I think taught me something as far as like the scheme and all of that is. It's very important to have identity. Now, it's not just your own defensive identity. It's player identity. Okay, One thing. And I felt Harold Perkins. This was a question that was brought up on on last night's stream. I thought Harold Perkins had a fine year. I really do think so. We had some special perk games. Auburn was one of them. I think his best game this year was Missouri. Uh, he made some big plays. Obviously the INT, but he had some other big plays in that one. I felt he affected the Mevis kicks that he missed. Um, I, I I thought Harold Perkins was was f- for the most part a really good player. I just think. We did not use him correctly, and the problem was we were just kind of in a blender, d- deciding what we were going to do with him. Is he a nickel? Is he an inside linebacker? Is he an every down jack? I don't know. Um, some of that's on the staff. Some of that's on Harold. Some of that's on, you know, the supporting cast not stepping up. Uh, you know, one thing I I would say is there were some signs. Of this defense getting better towards the end of last season. And some of those players returning uh, getting better. But they didn't get better for whatever reason. Okay. Um, What's up? Uh, Shimona. Good to see you. It's been a while since I've seen you. I actually like Carl a lot. That would be someone that would excite me. Uh, He was actually uh, one of my defensive line coach um, targets, but he's in the NFL. And unless the Steelers are going to move on for Mike Tomlin, which they won't, um, he's not going anywhere. But could Carl say, look, I've I've coached in Alabama. I want to coach for my home school. I'd be open to it. I, I really would. Then again, also Carl's a very talented, smart, guy who's won national championships. So I I'm I'm I like Carl a lot. Um so there you go. Okay. Josh, I would say it's a mixture of both uh to to your to your question. Okay. But next thing Gage says is it's Harold a running back? No. And here's what I think about the Harold Perkins running back thing. All right. I was open to it at first. I really was at, at the very beginning. But you have to do a value proposition here. Okay. Let's just say that for some reason next year, LSU wants to use him. Um, uh, they, they wanted to use him both ways. Okay would Harold Perkins provide your team more value as a running back? Or would he provide your team more value as a game wrecking edge defender? Okay. Now, obviously it would depend how dominant of a running back he would be. I will tell you the goal line run was unbelievably impressive. Like that was a really, really, really good run. But he provides a lot more value as a pass rusher. Okay. It's just how the modern game works. Did this defense, the biggest loss and the biggest story of this defense for me. Um, and what I did was I went back and I rewatched some of, um, Matt houses, you know, defensive games from last year. And when he was hired I watched a lot of his stuff at Kentucky, and I've actually done a lot of deep dives on Kentucky football on the, on the sec channel. Um, the Jack linebacker is so key in the madhouse scheme. And B.J. O'Jolari was so freaking good for us last year. And we just couldn't ever really get that back. And I felt Ovi did some good things. Obviously, Braden Swinson had an interesting reaction with the kick rocks thing. But, man, dude, we, we really miss B.J. I mean, there's nothing like that guy. I mean... As a leader and 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 so on and so on. He was just a really good football player. And we don't win the Auburn game without him. So it's um it's it's one of those things, right? Um uh, lots of you in here, please hit the like button, please subscribe button. Let's freaking go. Positive vibes are in the atmosphere. A new day is upon us. Now, I don't want this to just be About Madhouse. If you're new to this channel, I do also want to discuss Garrett Nussmeyer tonight. Okay. Understand that whoever comes in, they don't need to be elite. All right. They they you don't need to be elite defensively to win a national championship. You just need to have a pulse. Okay. And. Garrett Nussmeyer showed me that he can come back. He can win in a shootout. Um, You know, Blake and I, uh, not Blake Baker, Blake Rufino, I go on the show a lot. Um, My best buddy, AYS, he tweeted out a clip today of us talking about Chris Hilton. I'm very happy for Chris. That's actually been the thing I've been the happiest about uh, over the past week Um, until today, of course. Um, So... You know, I'm very happy for Chris and his future. Hopefully, he can build uh, off of this, and that there's a lot of things he can build upon. But that would be so key if he could be a dude for us next year. And um, and yeah, I'm also celebrating all these tigers. I'm celebrating Makai Wingo. I'm celebrating Jordan Jefferson as they take this next step in their lives. BTJ, obviously Malik, inevitably Jaden, and so on and so on and so on. Ov, um, very thankful. Um, for what they gave this program, and then of course, you know, thankful for the coaches that that did depart. You know, they—it's not like they—they they were trying to sabotage. They—they they tried their best. It just didn't work. Okay. Let's go to Dougie P. I'm Dougie. I'm fresh. D- can you do the Dougie? Hey man, I love the channel. Today is my wife. And her boyfriend's anniversary. Can I get a shout out? Dougie, you know I'm there for you, brother. A very happy anniversary to your wife and her side piece. Okay. Mrs. P is getting some mother. So, uh, shout out. <laughs> oh, man. Teach me how to, duck. I love it. <laughs> that's that's funny that's funny oh man <laughs> that's a great first comment oh man so why why did she need to step out I mean, that's what I'm worried about what happened uh, Maurice Ford I think the RB room is about to be too heavy taking carries for no reason what do you mean by too heavy Gino says, I left, I left home to be with my side piece. True story. Hmm. I mean, your name is Gino bling. I mean, that sounds like that. That actually checks out. Oh, you're talking about Perkins. Okay. So back to your whole Perkins running back thing. Um, I, we, we just need to make him a jack and just and just live with the results, okay? Um, you know, you, you can use him in, in the same way that Bama used Dallas Turner. Now, is Harold Perkins that same type of player? No, but they can be similar. They can be. I know that doesn't sound you know, plausible, but they can. All right? Let's go to Boris with the uh, super chat. Uh, I'm going to say it here to stir it up. Kyron Lacey puts in the work and has a 1k year in 2024. Nuss Bus Rolls, thanks for the show. 1k year, 1,000 yards. That's a lot of receiving yards. Um, I'll tell you this, Boris okay, there's different type of thousand yard seasons, okay. Um. not all 1,000-yard seasons are made equal. What I would want to happen for Kyron's 1,000-yard season, I would want it to be an efficient 1,000-yard season. And what do I mean by that? Well, we want the 1,000 yards that Kyron Lacey gets next year to be one of efficiency and not of volume. Okay, so let's let's take uh, Will Shepard. All right, very good receiver out of Mandeville who transferred from Vanderbilt to Colorado. Um, You know, when he was at Vanderbilt, AJ Swan fed him a lot because there wasn't a whole lot of target competition and they played a lot from behind. Okay, so I do think Kyron's going to have a big season. I do. A thousand is a high number. I think he gets there if there's not number two and number three that rises to the occasion okay what would be the perfect scenario is if he gets there and xavion thomas has 800 or 900 yards or shelton samson or whoever it may be but the concern that you could have all right is what alabama has had these past couple of seasons it's not as if Alabama's had bad receivers. They've had Isaiah Bond. They've had Jermaine Burton. They've had good players. Nye Black's an interesting tight end. But they've not had dudes, right? And if you were an Alabama fan, you would think, well, hell, we had Julio Jones. And then we had Amari Cooper. And then we had Calvin Ridley. And then we had Devonta Smith and Jerry Judy. They thought it would never end. And it's it's ended. It's it's it's. They've not had a dude since then. Jalen Waddle, and then now after that, it just it was a steep drop off uh, when 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 Mechie left too, and Jamison Williams. So it, it's been a two year run here where they just not had anyone step up. At LSU, we've never not had a lack of receivers. Right? There's never really been a a bad year or a non-elite year receiver um, in, in the past decade or so. Okay. Sure. You know that, that the pass catching group, what we're trading to raw was the number one option was a little shaky, but still, I was still a good receiving group. It could drop off. There, there could be nobody that rises to the occasion. I don't think that's going to happen though. I think Xavion Thomas is going to be a really good player. And I think Shelton Samson is still going to be a really good player. One guy that has really interested me, and I've, I've started doing, if you're new to this channel, sign up for the Patreon. You get all my game grades, and you get all my prospect grades, okay? Uh, for instance, like Jalen Brown had about, you know he was a top five player according to the recruiting services. He, I think he was my thirteenth ranked player. So I take a lot of time. Sometimes I get things right. Sometimes I get things wrong. Um, in, in doing the, uh, the the player evaluations, and I wish Jalen nothing but the best. Um, as he as he has hit the portal, I'm interested in him coming back. But when it comes to wide receiver, one name to circle is Kylan Billiot. All right, he is a true freshman coming in from Terrebonne. Very interesting player. All right. But you know, this stream is more about Madhouse and so I'll keep it there. Okay. Uh just keep an eye out for Kylan Billion. Very interesting guy. Very interesting personality. Huge smile. Um, I mean, if he's got the the dog mentality, there there are some things I like about his game. All right. Let's go to Chris here. Zach Arnett as the next defensive coordinator, he says. Oh, boy. All right. That one never happened. Even if Zach Arnett was um, a defensive coordinator, wizard, or whatever not the biggest fan of the Arnett defense. I know some coaches that are obsessed with it. Okay. What I would say about the Zach Arnett defense is none of it would fly because of how the coaching interview with Arnett went a few years ago with the, the old guard. Um, I don't know a whole lot of details from it, but I know it just didn't go well. Um, um, I don't think LSU needs to go in that direction. I would, though, if I was the AD of a smaller school, I would be very interested in on-net services. Um, let's go to Roby. Is it a plus the new DC needs to be a good recruiter? I can't remember any defensive coordinator that recruited great. Okay, this is a very good question. Um, we say out to Jules. You're all right. Lots to talk about today. Uh, Sam, good to see you. My phones are blown up today, so uh, I know I, it's been absolutely wild. Uh, I, I think the most overrated thing a coordinator needs to do is recruit. I know that sounds crazy, but the most important thing a coordinator needs to do is call the right place. Okay, especially at the power five collegiate level. Okay, and I, want, I don't want to get into all my philosophies about that, but your job concocting the scheme is so much more important than getting this linebacker or that linebacker, right? Um, I understand, like Matt House, the, the opinions of him as a recruiter are, are differentiate from different people, but I do know with Harold Perkins— uh, he was involved in the recruitment, and um, there you go. But what I what I would say about that is, of course, it's always a plus to be a good recruiter. Okay, but LSU staff is littered with great recruiters, and at this point, with how dire our defensive situation actually is, when when it comes to you know finding a coach, they're going to get some Louisiana legend to come back, whether it's Bo Davis or Corey Raymond, I would feel pretty good that they're going to get someone from Louisiana that actually knows the lay of the land. Uh, And they're going to obviously do a lot of the help with recruiting. Okay. Plus also, you can always call him Frank Wilson. All right. Um, I don't know a whole lot about the absolute latest push to get dominant McKinley, but I do know um, Frank was involved. Um, or at least I think he was involved. I don't know. You never know what we're recruiting. Um, but there's photos, whatever. There's there's other guys that want recruit. I care about your scheme. I care about you putting us in the right position to make plays. And it's not just the scheme. What about our mentality in practice? Like, you know, we're pulling out all the stops. We had Corey Raymond, uh, it's a Corey Raymond, Corey Webster, you know, trying to motivate the guys before the season. Didn't work. Okay. We, we, we were, it was dire. Okay. What do you do with adjustments during the game? Those are these, those are the things that really matter. Um, defensive adjustments are are so key during the course of a game because you are the reactor, okay? The offense is the initiator. You are the reactor. You've got to be able to react to what the offense is doing. We sucked at adjustments this year, and most notably that was in the Alabama game, all right? So let's see. We'll keep this party moving. We normally only go an hour on Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. Central. If you are new, um we're gonna keep it going though a little bit later tonight because there are um quite a few of you in here and some of you aren't able to get your question in once you get a few super chat i'll go straight to it but uh lots of comments flying in uh some of you on twitter uh have sent me dms and stuff like that so sorry i'm not able to get to it it's been a crazy 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 day okay oh jj i don't know if we're gonna go in that direction Dev says you need somebody from the Ravens pipeline. LSU defensive coordinator Patrick Queen. How about it? Okay. No way that LSU would replace a fired DC with a fired head coach in the midst of all this. Um,. Slight disagreement, okay? Um, I th- I think with near certainty that LSU would go get Clark Lee if he was fired at Vanderbilt this year. And he would be very good. Clark was a good DC, obviously, at Notre Dame, and worked with uh, Brian Kelly. So I'm open to the right fired coach um the guy that honestly i would have gone after uh, but he just got a head coaching job is Derek mason uh you know i, I would i would take i'll take Derek mason over a lot of people uh he's just a really good coach and a really good dc and um that would actually be the Vanderbilt coach that i would have targeted but he got a got a head coaching job okay So, let's see. All right. What's up, Mike? 5 a.m. film study. It's true. Film study is going to be very important for Nuss, and I think he will do uh, just that. Um, Nuss has always been a really hard worker. And uh, that's always a a good thing, right? I think Jaden and Nuss um, uh, work as hard as any two quarterbacks at the same time we've ever had at LSU. I mean, it's crazy the the, the hours uh, that those two have put into their craft. And you've seen their improvement. I mean... They they don't look nothing like the, the the old selves. Let's go to Billy the Kid. Thank you so much for your super chat. I really appreciate you. He says hello, Power Hour family. Carter wanted to get your opinion on if Mason Smith is staying or not. And did you get a chance to take a look at the Under Armour All American game? Do you think we land bussy? Okay, um, I, I I vaguely watched it in in the background. I was waiting for the Hollandberry news, like like all of you. And I don't I don't take too much uh, out of a. Game where they're going at half speed and they should go at half speed. Um, it may not be popular in the Unarmor All American, you probably don't like me saying that, but yeah, you should go at half speed. Uh, Mason Smith's dang or not? I really don't know. I, I honestly don't. Obviously, uh, some of Mason's family won't uh our, our channel, which is cool. Uh, I'm a big Mason fan, I collect his cards. I've actually my a phl fantasy champion uh i'm sending him one of my favorite mason autographs uh i hope he stays obviously he really started to play his best ball towards the end of the season but look i i think mason smith is a, a five-star talent who wanted to be three and out so i'm, I'm really up in the air on if he's going to stay or if he's going to go i really don't know um but you know, it, it would be nice to have him back. Obviously, he's a scheme, versatile guy. And we found his best role, which is as a pass rusher, as a zero tech on third and longs. OK, one of some football games, Mason Smith. He won us the Texas game doing that. And he won us the uh, Wisconsin game doing that. All right. So, yeah, Terry Bussey is obviously a, an amazing athlete. Um you know, as, apparently, as a basketball player, he's he's all that in a bag of chips. So, yeah, I think I think Terry Bussey is is definitely someone that that uh, would would take us to the next level. Those are the kind of guys that you that you want and you need. And he is a two way guy uh, that that could play either side of the football at an extremely high level. So, something else I, I want to touch So, I actually brought this out. Uh, I rarely wear this hoodie on, on the stream because this was the hoodie that I wore to the LSU-Bama game uh, in, in 2022, Matt House's best game. And I wore this because I wanted to show Matt, even though I have called for his job, I wanted to show him some love for being the main reason we won that game that night. Of course, BK was great. Jaden was big in big spots. Malik, Jarek, but... We had Bryce Young in a blender, and I give Matt a lot of credit. Holding Bryce Young to less than 50% completion percentages, nothing short of incredible. So uh, he does deserve a feather in, in, in his cap uh, for that because that was probably my most euphoric moment as uh, an LSU fan at a game. And I was at the Clemson game. Um, I, I've been on a lot of big ones. I was at um, 2011, uh, November 5th, in Tuscaloosa. But, God, Tiger Stadium that night was was a, a thing of beauty. Okay? Simply says, Corey Raymond would be a good hire for the Tigers. You know when Sibley speaks, I will listen. Steve, welcome. Hope you uh, subscribe. Tiger Dropping sent you there. It's uh, it's that's a good thing, man. I get down with the TD. I don't really gander over there too often, but welcome. Bring Tyron Matthew. He's still playing, and. Uh, He said something interesting about Jaden recently um, that lets me know that he's probably going to play next season. So there you go. And I want Tyron to keep playing for the Saints. Okay. Let's, Let's keep it going here. All right. Bama's. Best offensive weapons were transfers Jamison and Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs, uh, yeah, I mean you're right. That's Jameer Gibbs has been phenomenal. It's kind of crazy they're both on the same team now. But for the most part, LSU's best offensive players have been their their homegrown guys. Okay, let's see. Steve, we always let uh, first timers uh, get. Their questions in. So, Steve, if you have a question, feel free to fire away. All right. So, Pegasus says no more retreads. Okay. I thought that said something else at first. I was like, Pegasus, you're one of the most outstanding people on here. I was like, dang, that's crazy. So, would that mean you, you don't want Blake Baker back? Because, I mean, he would technically be someone that that you're bringing back, okay? But there you go. Once again, I, I just feel that's the direction that they're going to go. They're going to try and get Blake Baker to be the next defensive coordinator. I've already shared why I feel that way. I've already shared um, – why I think LSU would go in that direction. I've also shared why I know Blake is, is interested in in coming back, but you know, with how things went at Missouri, the extensions and all of that, there would be infinitely more pressure on him at LSU than at Missouri. You know, he's, he's got a good thing going at Missouri. I do also think this last run for Missouri. Yes, they still recruit outside the top 20 and really, you know, in that 30 ish range and they recruit outside the top 10 in the SEC, especially in the modern SEC with Texas and Oklahoma coming in. But I do think Missouri's got something going, right? I I do think there is a, hope for them in the future to make a playoff run. And if Washington can do it, which is, you know, a non football traditional power with metropolitan areas, Missouri definitely can do it as well. Right. They've done a good job recruiting that St. Louis region. Uh, They they've done a good job hiring good coaches. So, I I could see Blake Baker saying no to LSU as well, but I, I feel that is the direction that LSU will go. And at this point, I, it would not job me if Blake Baker is the next LSU defensive coordinator. Okay? And if it's not him, um, we'll see. We'll see. I think someone uh, in here earlier today, uh, earlier in the live stream has said that um, that there are national reporters saying Blake Baker is the leading candidate. So take that for what it's uh, for what it's worth. Okay. One more thing, and, and Jason brings this up as well. All right. Coaching searches oftentimes comes down to the wife. Okay. Nick Saban got Terry's opinion on LSU before he went. Um, Marcus Freeman was a wife situation. Okay, there's there's always more factors at play. His wife, I believe, is from Southern Louisiana. I I, I it's either Covington or Mandeville, either one of those two. Okay, um, I I I. I could see it. I, I I could I could see her saying, "Hey, Missouri's great, but I hate the winners." Kyle says Patrick Sertan, senior, is DB's coach, not Raymond. So for those that don't know, Patrick Sertan, senior, you know I, I don't know how LSU fans feel about him with the, his son going to Alabama at the last second, but he is a DB coach at Florida State, and obviously. Um, Florida State's uh, DBs were, were really good this season. Um, Darian Jones, Cypress, and, and Azariah Thomas. So there you go. I know a lot of you feel some type of way about Sertan because of what happened a few years ago. Okay. Thank you, Jeff, for tagging me on Twitter. I appreciate that. All right, we'll take a few more before we skedaddle. Okay, let's see. Y'all, we're doing... I know it's Wednesday, and you shouldn't do this on a Wednesday night. Okay. But y'all, we're doing tacos. Tacos on a Wednesday. That's how crazy this day has been. We're supposed to do tacos last night, but something happened. Don't know. So I ended up going to Taco Bell. I'm getting, I had a, I had a few things pop up yesterday. Let's do a live stream yesterday. You can figure it out. Okay. Christian from cola what's up, man? Good to have you, brother. Kenny, is it Jacques or is it Jacquis, like the R and B singer? Sertan is from Nola, also Algiers. What's up, man? Okay. Yeah, I mean Brian Kelly and, and Scott Woodward played things close to the vest. So it's it's hard to have sources. It it's it's hard. Coaching search situations are a lot of smoke screens. Okay. Now uh Larry said we did burgers. Let's see, what are we giving away tonight? Let's see, where are we on this? Oh, we're halfway home. Okay. We'll give out um Another card here. Okay. Mason Smith. We'll get this out. We're about 50 away. So, I know. Taco Wednesday. You guys come after me all you want. (sighs) I meant to put this up earlier. Let's take a look at the poll question. i have not uh, looked at it all too much. How much blame should we put on Madhouse for the LSU defensive struggles? Fifty-seven percent of you say most of it. Twenty-eight percent of you says all of it. I don't think you can get it, say all of it. Um, some of it wins thirteen percent, and three percent says none of it. I don't. I don't know if how you could say all or none. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I know, Shamona. I I, I might have already given it away. I, I, I had it packed up, and I had it on like a sticky note. Uh, it is at Power Hour LSU. And that's my Instagram as well, Shemona. So if you want to hit me up on there, we'll get you. Okay. The portal is not closed. It is, in theory, closed. But if you were in a bowl game... Or a playoff game, you get five days after the game ends to to get into the portal. That's why Alabama had 15 guys going today. Or it was like 12 to 15. All right. So, there you go. All right. Crazy live stream tonight, y'all. Crazy. All right, y'all better thank Roby. He keeps it going. Any scoop on the DB from Ohio State we picked up in the portal. So Jair Brown. Uh, Did he actually announce? I I, don't know. I've been so locked in on Matt House news. I saw him tweet out a photo of him with Sherman Wilson and um, Frank Wilson. You know, I – I don't know. I I don't, I don't want to say anything, and people think that uh, he he's he's committed. Okay, so you know he he's he's barely played. I mean, he's played some, and he's from New Orleans. So LSU's brought in a lot of players from Louisiana. Who so they brought in Austin Osbury from from Auburn, and Brown. Of course, comes in with, with some experience. You know, you would feel a little bit better if LSU brought in a few more proven guys. But then again, you know, Deuce Chestnut played a lot, and he wasn't any good. So it's it's tough. It's really, really, really tough. Let's go to Tommy. Thank you so much, Tommy. Every time you're in here, you drop a four ninety nine. I really appreciate you. I think we could see as each other as each year brings a higher ranked recruiting class, that something is building here again. Your thoughts. Yeah. I mean, obviously, BK's done a really good job with this recruiting class to, you know, close things up and uh, get some really good players uh, here. Here right before the end, obviously, Terry Bussey would would be awesome. Um, I I'd, I think Terry could surplant Caden Durham as my favorite player in this class. I mean he's just such a special talent. Um but yeah the recruiting's just getting better. You know, 2025 is going to be the class so the 2026s for Louisiana are gonna is going to be interesting uh as well. You could you could get some reclassifications out of the 2026 crop to make 2025 even better. But the 2025's is um, it, it's going to be, it, it's going to be really lit. I I can't wait. It's going to be this. This has the potential to be one of those classes that you always point to, right? I always point to the twenty seventeen class, one of the all time best classes LSU's ever brought in. But you know that class is ranked seventh. So just because you have a number one class doesn't mean you're for sure going to have an elite elite team. But man, 2025 is going to be really, really, really good. Really excited about it. Okay. Um, so we'll take a few more. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Michael. And um, oh, we're only 35 away from the Mason Smith giveaway here. We're close. I think we're going to get there. Okay, Shimano with the the tuba. That's cool. Okay. Much champ. I, I uh sh- I, no, nah, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be Will Must champ. All right, let's go to Allen. He keeps it going, and that makes it now twenty five away from the Mason Smith giveaway. That's cool. Any info on J.K. Johnson? Yeah, he's uh still rehabbing. Obviously, uh, very unfortunate. It would have been nice to have him. Uh, you know, last year you played in the spring game, and BTJ got him a few times. Who didn't BTJ get? Uh, this this past year um athletically he's really 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 fast so really hoping for a good clean bill of health and he turning into either a corner or nickel or some variation of a good special teamer for us so yeah i mean we we brought in you know some really good ohio state dbs okay seven banks i thought was going to be pretty good he just was hurt um Hopefully, Jair Brown, who Roby uh, super chatted a minute ago. Hopefully, he ends up being a good player for LSU next year. If he is indeed committed, I really don't know. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see We'll see how he does. Tacos are ready. Oh, tacos are ready? Yeah, girl. Look, I got my shirt on, too. You got the shirt on, too? Y'all wanna see pedal? Come here. Come here, sis. Come here. Come Come here. The tacos are ready. Let's freaking go! Ha ha ha. There's, there's there's Chuck. Larry. Now get pedal. What, why trying, She, she won't let me pick her up. Come here, Cece. Come here, Mom. Come here, Mom. No, she just wants to stay in here. Come here. Come here. If I get down here. Come here, Sissy. She's been biting me pretty good. Look at her staring at me. Come here, Diddle. Mm. what mom? Can you get daddy? Mm. All right, we're, we're about to skedaddle. I'm gonna get. I'm trying to. No, out. no, I, I'm ready for. I'm ready for Takis man. I've been. I've been, I've been working. There you go. I gave her here. There we go. Oh that's too do my shit. Oh, that's that's smells like some ground beef. She 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 hasn't had she, 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 she she she's been getting in my portion. Oh, man. We say hi to uh, Rick. What's up, Rick? It's been a while since I've seen you. Taco Wednesday. Mike played ball. Mike Mike just joined the PHL merch club not too long oh, ago. Oh, nice. Do you have any single cousins? Actually, she does. In Alabama, Rowie. Watch out. Uh, we'll keep it going. Uh, you can eat the tacos and do the show. <laughs> what do I think about Jim Leonard? All right, we'll keep it going with the supers. I'll be out there in a second. My dog is eating on my taco meat. Um, I, I don't think Jim Leonard is going to happen. I don't. Uh, but obviously... That would be someone I would be personally very interested in. You know, played in the, in the NFL and, and has been a good defensive coordinator. The Wisconsin situation was kind of strange um, with the fickle coming in and him not getting the head job and him being an analyst for Illinois. Um, it's obviously one of those things where uh, I, I I, I don't know. I, I just I just think LSU is um, – trying to to get this this thing done okay going way longer on the Wednesday night one hour live stream let's go to Grant he says just joining new OCDC prediction so I think it is going to be a Louisiana Tech pairing next season of Blake Baker as your DC and um Joe Son as your OC okay Look, man, no, Gage, they, they can keep it going, man. The, the su- y'all don't understand. Super chats, this is how the tacos get paid for. That's how it is. All right. And uh, in the off season, super chats do go down. It's just simple. You know, football season ends. So, well, you yeah. know, bills got to get paid. People got to eat. This is the life I chose to live. So there we go. It's to Tommy says he hates to say it, but it looks like our defense have been reactive the last few years. Looking forward to a day our defense is dictating on the field again. Yeah, you know, I, I, I do want to give one name out that is a very aggressive defensive coordinator. I don't know if I would describe Blake Baker as a overly aggressive DC. I might be wrong on that, coaches, film experts. Please correct me on that. But one guy I know for sure that would be uber aggressive as a DC with, with LSU's athletes is Travis Williams at Arkansas. Um, he would be very downhill with our our weapons defensively. So if you wanted to get someone that puts the foot on the freaking gas, that would be someone that, that would fit that mold. Um. So there you go. Brian Noor from the Air Force. Okay. Uh this has been Simper's guy for a while now. He loves some Brian Noor. Uh th- the thing is, and, and let me let me say this here about Nor. Let me see where he was um before that. Okay. Brian Nor was the Arizona special teams coach uh, before Air Force, and he's been at DC for two seasons now. Okay, um, you know it, it, it's it's such a radical uh, differentiation. Julie, thank you so much uh, for the super. I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, she wants to know the OC DC. I, I think it's going to be Blake Baker and 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 um, and Joe Sloan next season, but Blake could say no. I, I will. I will tell you this. Okay, once again, I'll, I'll make this clear. I think Blake is who LSU wants. I do. There is a strong case for Blake to stay where he is. Okay. Thank you so much, Ed. Really enjoyed our text conversations. I really appreciate you. Been a busy day. Um, You are the man, Ed. Still rocking it, baby. Let Carter eat fun. Hey, I'm eating right now. I'm eating. There's a big news story. And look, there's about 10 to 15 of these every year. So I need to go the extra mile. Even if my belly's empty. No limit for life, Roby. Nobody loves No Limit Records like like Michael Roby. Okay, and we have hit the hundo, so we do have to give out a Mason Smith card. Uh, I might actually find a nicer one than this one uh, to give out. And who do I want? Um, who do I want to give this? Two, okay. Oh, I you know you know who I think has never won anything. Now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure you I'm pretty sure I've sent you something uh, before. So I am going to go with Mick. Congratulations, Mick! I'm going to send you a Mason Smith card, man. I think you deserve it. You're always in here. Really appreciate you, my guy. Biggie, what's good, man? I'm starting to get more into the music, like just music industry. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about dropping a mixtape soon. Let's go. Uh, I, I've, I've uh, I think that I think he is going to go to LSU, but we we just don't know. Um, did Dave Aranda get retained? They are running it back with uh, Aranda, so there you go. But make, I think you have won something before, but I don't mind sending anything again. Becky, don't get on me, bro. You don't want to see me in a booth, man. I still got to watch this, um, this Cat Williams interview, man, at the, on Club Shay Shay. Cat Williams uh, coming, coming after. Everybody really got after said the entertainer. I got to check this out. I might listen to this while I eat tacos. Goats calling out goats. I mean, that's crazy. Could you imagine, like, out of nowhere, Larry Bird saying, dude, Magic Johnson was just ass, bro. He stole all my moves, stole all my routines. I'm like, dang. dang. See, I'm trying to make sure I didn't miss too many. Mizzou also has a top five portal class. You are right. I mean, Mizzou, Mizzou's. I'll tell you, Mizzou's fundraising has never been quite like this. Uh, so I could, I could see Blake saying, "Look, being the LSU DC is probably a dream job for him." But you know, your situation, it's kind of the same thing with the uh, Bo Davis, like. Bo's got a really, really, really good situation at Texas. I mean, he is making an absolute king's ransom playing with Texas. Okay. Rick says, Carter, what are my thoughts on the stadium light show next season? I think it's going to be great. I do. I think it's – uh necessary upgrades you know there's all these other great stadiums uh light shows i think we need this keep up and i'm looking forward to it um yeah i went to a lot of games this year i think this was the most home games i've been to in a season um in a while and i do think the stadium experience has as as room to grow um but we'll talk more about that as is during the off season um So there you go. All right. We'll keep going in the next four or so minutes. Um, I'll answer as many questions as we possibly can. Kenneth, man, you've had a year, man. Got the CDL and you're getting remarried May 21st in Vegas. All are invited. Uh, Okay. I'll... Let's go. F it. We should do it. We we should do the wedding at the Circus Sportsbook at Stadium Swim. Um, Go Pels. My dad got to go, dad and mom, got to go to the Pels Nets game, and they got to go see the Pels Lakers. My next-door neighbor got to take his whole family to Pels Lakers. It's cool stuff. Can I can I trab? I, I, I don't know. What is that? I, I, I don't know what that means at the Bellagio. Or Kenneth might have just proposed. He might have proposed, and like he might just now be getting off that knee. And and his first thought was, "I've got to tell Phl Nation." And that's my kind of guy. If you need a DJ, let me know. I know somebody. Hey, Mr. DJ, put a record on. Kenneth is getting remarried. Ba ba. My ego is a good song by Beyonce. I mean I'm not I'm not I'm not Steve Ioki or anything like that, but sure. I don't know how getting an ego is, is going to a wedding in Vegas. All we're doing going to the big times. Next thing you know, I'll be at Hakasan, you know. Okay, Semper. <laughs> uh, I'm an ordained minister. Ken. I got gotcha. you? Now Kenneth's already got DJ Jazzy Jeff booked to do the wedding. Okay, he's already he's already he's already got them locked in. Okay, the 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 goat. Now, don't forget, okay, our friends at Louisiana Controls, LouisianaControls.com. Okay, I'm going to give you uh, one final Bryce Underwood prediction right after this. Peace. L Nation. Oh yeah, baby. You know about Louisiana Controls. They've been showing us love throughout this college football season, and I'm looking for you to do the same when it comes to your energy management commercial HVAC needs. It is all with our buddies who have been doing this for over 40 years. Yes, that is four decades. You know this Louisiana weather gets crazy. Go to louisianacontrols.com or call 225-924-4990, baby. Let's go. Big shout out to TJ. Please hit him up. Louisiana Controls. Um, also, shout out to my guys. And, guys, it's so important because Underdog really hooks me up. Underdogfantasy.com. If you're not signed up yet, go sign up. Use the promo code CARTER. Not legal in Louisiana, which is crazy to me. But sign up now. Promo code CARTER. Underdog fantasy. Yeah, Gabe, but there could be some reclassifications there. Um, So there you go. Now, I appreciate each and every one of you. Went way longer than I ever expected. Um, Our top super chatter tonight was either Roby or Ed. Big shout out to Roby and Ed. Shimona, I appreciate you. Yeah, I think it was Roby. Simper, Tommy, Grant, the one that got away. AB, Tommy, Kylie Marie, I appreciate you. Billy the kid, Boris, always showing me love as well. It's a good thing, man. All right, y'all. Madhouse is out. Best of luck to all of them. Best of luck to whoever the next defense coordinator at LSU will be. Uh, it is power hour lsu boom oh danny going with the rashad white now that's a that's a that's a good one I think Jaden daniels like that uh we'll be back live tomorrow night 815 central all three hundred thousand of you better be there and tonight what are we doing tonight i don't i don't even remember i don't let's freaking go huh Ah, uh, let's go.